Hey, it's Chell. And Josh. And welcome, welcome to, to the Unstuck, Unstuck Institute. Institute. Stuck in a day job you hate? Not sure how to start and grow your own business? The Unstuck Institute podcast is all about helping you take your next step on the road to working for yourself. Hey, Unstuckers, Chell and Josh coming at you with another riveting episode of the Unstuck Institute. Say, hey, hey, Josh. Hey, hey. I know what you guys are thinking. Another one? Yes, another <laughs> one. But this week, I feel like we have a really cool topic, whether you have one employee, no employees, or you kind of just work as a team in some way, shape, or form. I feel like a solopreneur's like, you still find other people to connect with and work together with, whether it's formal or informal. So I feel like this topic is super helpful in all of those instances. We are talking about leaders who lead by doing. Dramatic pause. <laughs> it reminds me of a meme I saw. Um, so we're talking about like leaders who lead by doing. And I saw this meme that was, um, it was a cartoon, I think. It wasn't even a meme. It was just a cartoon. Is a is a is a New York Times cartoon that's shared on the internet a meme now? Is that what? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I saw this thing, <laughs> and um, it had uh, a picture of uh, someone being like carried on a chariot by a lot of people pulling ropes to to slide him along, um, and it was labeled "boss," and then. The next uh, picture was uh, the same basic image, but that guy who was on the chariot was out in front of the pack pulling the load with Hell the yeah. people behind him, and that was labeled leader. And I thought that's a great example. And if I can find it, I'll share it on our Instagram. But that was a great example of what we're talking about today, a leader who leads by example, not by telling others yeah. what to do. And I think just to like start off there, right? Like I think people respect you so much more if you're down in the trenches with them, then if you're just kind of high up on your hill, safe from the war, I don't know why I'm using that kind of example, but like, I just feel like they respect <laughs> you so yeah. much more <laughs> if you're down there experiencing it versus seeing it from this, like, I don't know, mile above you, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think if, I love this story, so I'm going to share it. Um, if you've ever heard of uh, Dave Ramsey, he's like a financial guru guy, um, and he's got a company of, I don't know, a 1,000 employees in Tennessee or something like that. He's also like a business uh, leader and has a podcast and stuff about business. That's how I know him. Um, but uh, one of his, I forget, maybe the, one of the podcast people or something was telling this story that... Um, you know, they, they ship a lot of books because he's an author and stuff. And uh, and so one day on the intercom in the office, it was all available hands to uh, to uh, shipping for unloading. And when they said all available hands, they meant all available hands. So the guy who was like a podcast host was like, I, I'll go down there. And so he went down there and he it was like his second or third week of like working there. Right. Um, and so he goes down there and he's. He's helping unload boxes of books just to get the truck, you know, in and out of the dock or whatever they're doing. And uh, there's Dave Ramsey, head of the organization, celebrity and author, 
right there unloading boxes. And uh, he turns to his supervisor and he goes, is that Dave Ramsey? Is he down here? And, and the supervisor turns to him and goes, yeah, it said all available hands. <laughs> I was like that's brilliant you know and that's not not every uh quote unquote leader uh is a leader they're more of a boss in the in the negative sense and and just based on that antidote anyway Dave Ramsey is a true leader in his organization and, and that's what I would strive to be if I had a thousand employees as well yeah <laughs> you know? that's fantastic I feel like that kind of also stems back to like Simon Sinek's book, Start With Why, right? So like as a leader, you need to know not only your company's why, but your why, right? Like just to be able to do that. Um, And if you're kind of just like thrown into a position of a boss and you haven't really like developed the company or like gone through each of the stages of the company, you're more likely to be a boss than a leader, But if you understand the foundation of either where you came from or where the company came from, or if you're the one building this big organization, you have a better understanding of what it is like to do all of the jobs. And I think that is where the differentiation comes in leading by doing versus leading by sitting on your chair and throwing your feet up on your table. It's interesting to see kind of different fields and how that plays out as well. So coming from the restaurant industry, like there's definitely a hierarchy in the kitchen, right? So like probably prep cooks, dishwashers at the lower end of the totem pole. And then you have like your line cooks and then maybe your um, like the people who move around different stations. So like a chef de tournant and then you're like sous chef or expediter then head chef. And then depending on how big the restaurant is, you may even have someone above them. Um, And that was the case when I was working in Vegas, we had one chef over the four restaurants that were all in the same hotel. And whenever he was in the kitchen, it was silent. It was a very scary place to be. And he did not necessarily lead by doing, it was more of an intimidation factor. And that was like being a 20 year old in that kitchen was the scariest shit ever. (laughs) (laughs) but then you also have like the people in that same instance who were sous chefs who granted were not at that super high level but they experienced what you had experienced maybe just like a year or two before me in that position being just a line cook and they were still there like at the end of the night cleaning with us and they were the ones who were showing us the ropes so it's interesting that like in that in, in that instance like being super high up that person kind of just like didn't really do much, didn't really even do much experimenting. Um, They were just more of a figurehead. Whereas the people who were a couple of steps below them, but still in a leadership role took more of the leadership opportunities um, and really showed the other, the other staff, like what to do, how to do it. And were there doing it with us. So I think that was really cool. And I think I appreciated them a lot more being in a, I guess, like a lower standing role. I appreciated that a lot more than someone who would like go take a smoke break when we were all cleaning instead of helping us, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And it, it develops a, a culture and a camaraderie and a team teamwork mentality that is going to take any kitchen, any organization, uh, to better heights than it would otherwise. Real talk, if you're in business to uh, 
to eventually work up to being this owner who kicks his feet back and says, all right, you do that, and I'm going home early, so you uh, keep working and lock up, and I'm going to go on the golf course. Um, you know, you you might get to that level, but it's going to be a lot harder uh, to convince people to work with you and stay with you. It's going to be a lot harder to reach any sort of heights with your business um, because people are probably going to bounce. They don't like working for those people. And let's be real. If, if people are constantly being hired and then bouncing and you're spending all your time hiring and training, you're not going to get to the golf course anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> I also, by the way, I shit on golf, golfing and golf courses because I hate <laughs> golf. <laughs> If you like golf, good for you. I don't really care. But <laughs> but you'll never catch me like, you know what I want to do this afternoon is go to a golf course. It'd be like more, I'm going to go home and play with my puppy. <laughs> Dude, I've golfed once and it was for charity and I am horrible at it. So I'm right there with you. <laughs> I really like hitting things with a stick. That's fun. <laughs> but, you know, then you had to go chase down that thing that you hit. That's so. fun. <laughs> <laughs> Whether you're a solopreneur, entrepreneur, just starting out your side hustle, or still in your day job, you're probably super busy, and making weeknight meals is the last thing on your mind. It may also feel like a chore, but it doesn't have to be that way. Weeknight meals can be fast, easy, and delicious. With the help of Wellness Cucina's online course, Gather Around the Cucina, will teach you and your family the skills that you need to make meals at home with ease. Check out the link in the show notes today to receive 10% off the course. Off topic. Anyway, so the point is, um, I think if you if you really lead by example, you build that teamwork, you build that culture. And even, even like you were saying, if you're a solopreneur like we are, the people you work with, if you just like tell them what to do, contractors or... Uh, you know, collaborations or whatever you're working on. If you have that mentality of like, let me tell you what to do and do it so I can, you know, rest my feet. <laughs> That's my puppy. If you're in Josh's shoes, <laughs> um, then, you know, the work might get done. But if you're in it together, you know, back to your war analogy, if you're in the trenches together, you build that camaraderie, you're going to bounce ideas off each other better. Everyone's going to feel valued and, like no one's above or below anyone else. You know, you're all there to get the job. Interestingly done. enough, I take that same approach when I'm working with clients in the sense that I'm going to give you the information mm. that you need and you can choose to do with it what you want, right? I can be here. I can be your guide along your journey if you want me to be. And if not, yeah. cool, but I'm going to give you the tools that you need to succeed and it's up to you and me to work together as a team to get you there to your end desired result. Yeah, totally. That's brilliant. I, I always, um, here's a trick, by the way, if you're ever in a job interview again, right. Some of our listeners though, they might, you know, be into uh, working for somebody else. That's fine. Um, when I was doing a lot of job interviews, I learned very quickly to uh, start using language like we, very quickly. <laughs> and, um, and so I learned that, uh, 
if I go into a job interview and they're going, tell us about yourself. And I'm like, da, da, da. And they're like, do you have any questions about us? And I'm like, da, da, da. Um, and as soon as I can, if they're like, what would you do in a situation where, you know, I would be like, well, the first thing we have to do is da, 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 da. And I think it, as an organization, we can do this. That Like I was already yeah, on the team. That's so smart. <laughs> and that, and that kind of, that kind of sounds like the same kind of thing I actually do with my clients as, as you were talking about, like, oh yeah, sometimes I, I do that. Like, here's what we're going to do with the da, 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 da. And I don't mean like we, like my giant team of JBIT tech. I mean like you and me, we're going to figure this out. <laughs> and, uh, and that really gets people on board. And, you know, again, it's not like, uh, I feel like in, in the IT world, for an example, as using the same like leadership concept, uh, with your clients, I, there are so many, uh, it companies that, you know, stereotypically have the attitude of being bad with people and, uh, being grumpy. And, and so like, instead of being like, well, I did the thing you wanted me to do and now it led to other problems, but that's yours to fix. Bye. You know, it's like, okay, well, let me look at the whole picture. Let me make sure you understand the whole picture. And then we'll decide like what I want to do or what you want me to do like for money and, and what you think you can handle and you can save money or, or you just like, you could handle it, but you don't have time. You don't want to deal with it. Like all that stuff, just like you're saying, I, I make sure the client understands the process and then they can make their decision. And oftentimes they'll be like, well, what would you yeah. do? You know, <laughs> um, but sometimes they don't. Sometimes they're like, well, I think we should do this. And I'm like, great. You know, but I don't, I don't want to be the, I'm going to tell you what you should do kind of, uh, person of authority like I'm here to help I'm here to serve however I can and whether you're unloading trucks with Dave Ramsey or you're telling your client the whole picture so they can make a decision with you uh, it's the same the same concept the same teamwork and camaraderie is built so all that said I would add that um, the leader is still responsible for having the big picture in mind um, it is very easy when you go, you know, down on the loading dock and unload books with Dave Ramsey. It's very easy to lose sight of the big picture and get in worker bee mode, you know. Um, and we talk about solopreneurs all the time. We we are the worker bees, but sometimes you have to step back and work on the business, and you have to have that that both mindset. So if you're a if you're a servant leader and you're leading by serving and doing with your with your team, you need to keep in mind that it's still a lot harder for you <laughs> because you have to be able to do that work or be work with your team, but also always keep in mind the big picture and always have your eyes at a soft open gaze to see what's going on around you. Um and know what the big picture is and and lead people if the direction has to change at all, et cetera. So that that is hard for a lot of people. I, I've gotten better at it over time. So that's why I bring it up. Uh, um, when you're in a leadership position, but you get in worker B mode, it's very hard to keep that soft gaze and see what's going on around you as opposed to just whatever you're doing, moving a box or hammering in a nail, you know? Um, so that takes that takes practice and it is hard because you have to be like in two places at once with your mind. But um, that's kind of what you sign up for as a leader. So that's it's not just like, well, I'm just moving a box. So I'm not going to think about anything else like no, like 
you got to have the big picture in mind and and be able to pivot when your team needs you to pivot because you're the one that makes that call. That is a really good point. And I think if anyone wants just kind of more insight to it, going back to Simon Sinek, one of his more recent books, Leaders Eat Last, actually does a really good job at mm. explaining all of that in a more concise way than I think both of us probably can. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Check Simon Sinek is great, by the way, if anyone <laughs> hasn't picked up on that by now. Um, have you read that book? I haven't read it. It's on my list. I have now. the audiobook, yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, I definitely want to check that one out. Well, there you go. Maybe that'll be a future Unstuck Library episode. <laughs> oh, yes. I love digging into the Unstuck Library. It's time for a recap. One, get down in the trenches. Two, don't be a boss. Three, don't lose sight of the big picture. We'll be back next week. Website and show notes are at www.unstuck.institute. Remember to follow us on Instagram at unstuck.institute. And if you love our podcast, would you please help us out by leaving a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts? It really helps out the show a lot. And anyone who leaves a five-star written review will be entered into a drawing to win a 30-minute coaching slash brainstorm session with me and Chell. We will be announcing September's winner this Friday on Casual Fridays, so stay tuned for that. Talk to you next week when we'll be interviewing Lenny Richardson. The true price of leadership is the willingness to place the needs of others above your own. Simon Sinek. What up, Unstuckers? Chell and Josh coming at you with another episode of the Unstuck Institute, and I'm speaking really quickly. Yeah. <laughs>